0: Well, welcome to the Want to Talk Missions podcast. I'm your host, Sherry Taverdick, and I serve as communications director of Cup of Cold Water Ministries. We get to help people go where God has called them to serve. What an awesome job it is to spend my days and sometimes nights serving our 44 ministry leaders in 12 nations. Our ministry leaders are living out the gospel in various capacities, from organic agriculture farming in rural Liberia, planting churches in closed nations. If you don't already know who we are, check us out by visiting our website at ccwm.org. And now, here's our show. Okay, I want to welcome our guest, Jenny Thompson and Peyton Penman. Peyton is a Next Generation student. We are going to talk to you, Jenny, pretty soon. So you're you're a little bit on pause, and we're going to get back to you, okay? okay. But right now, I want to first start with Peyton. Today, we're going to kind of be discussing about an event that you're holding, as well as you're an Eagle Scout. Yes, I am, yes. And this is sort of your Eagle Scout final project, yeah, right?
1: I've been in the Scouts, like, basically my entire life from the time I could, like, write the alphabet, I think, is about when I joined the Scouts, and I've been in and out a lot throughout the years, but I always knew I wanted to be an Eagle Scout. And God kind of brought my heart of worship in with this. And I was like, hey, God, what should I do for my Eagle Scout project? And he's like, oh, you should do this tonight. night. And I was like, okay, cool. Let's do it.
0: So so Eagle Scout meets worship event. That sounds very exciting, mm-hmm. intriguing. You are less than a week away from um, hosting what is probably it's the first time I've ever heard of it. A, night of worship called what if and it is student-led actually student-produced student promoted and student-led yep um and you it's really all in your hands and god's hands right now right
1: a little bit yeah
0: (laughs) and it's gonna happen on monday night november 14th if you're local it's in samanac and we'll have all the information Mm -hmm. in the show notes but Peyton. What do you hope to discover about yourself, about God, about the students that you're ministering with on November 14th?
1: Something where I'm I'm caught because part of me just wants to say, okay, whatever God wants to do, I want him to do. And what his spirit moves and what he does is going to happen. But for me, the dreams that he's placed on my heart, the things that He I've wanted to see is we're looking to see something just different happened. One verse I shared with the band who's actually playing this morning was from Isaiah where it's uh, the Lord doing a new thing. Like, and he just talks, he had just talked about who he was and then what he's going to do. And it's going to be a new thing. And that's really what we're hoping and praying for with this event is something new where, I don't know what it's going to be the start of, but I'm hoping that it is the start of something. I'm praying that it is the start of something. And I think that's God's heart for it. We cannot wait to see what happens.
0: So for a lot of people listening, um, they might be thinking that's not normal. Like for high school students to be meeting up and praying and listening to God and all that stuff. So how old are you, Peyton?
1: I am 17. I am a senior in high school.
0: Peyton, what do you think the average adult is expecting from a student your age?
1: That's a hard question because I feel like there are a lot of adults where it's like, oh my gosh, I expect this much of you. And some of us have come from families where like maybe the father figure or the mother figure in that family really, really wants a lot out of their child. But it's also not a hard question. I feel like most adults, like if you're just a general teacher in high school, let's say that, like, let's use that as the baseline. You're expecting everybody in your class to pass your class and then graduate. Like at my age, that's basically what is the expectation. Maybe you play a couple sports or you're in a couple clubs, but other than that, there's not much.
0: You know, I guess the more important question is, what do you think God is expecting of you?
1: Of course, we get to kind of like see these questions in advance, which is really great. So mm-hmm. I will kind of go into what it is. And the simplest is that it's the same where it's like, we need to know him, where we need to find out that Jesus is our Lord. And I think that we need to humble ourselves as students, as people just under the age of 18 in our society, which is not an adult yet. And we need to understand that our job is to literally just know God and then do his work, which is love one another. Um, more specifically though, if I was going into my Bible, which is actually in front of me, and I got to prepare this, thankfully. So I'm not that smart. Um, but it's um, in First John, it talks about the reasons that John is writing this letter to the people. I think he's writing it to the Hebrews. I believe so. I should probably look that up. But um, I'm not a theologian, by the way. Not <laughs> yet. I hope not. Um, but it says, I'm writing to you, dear children, because your sins have been forgiven on account of his name. And it also says that he writes them because they know the Father. And I feel like there's something about that where we need to understand that there is a job for us to literally know Father God as our father, as our persons. So then that way we can move into our next step in life, which is young men, where we get to overcome the evil one, have be strong in where the word of God lives in us. So I think that's something for us. And then also in Acts 2, 17 through 21, uh, the prophet Joel talks about what? would happen when the Holy Spirit would come. And I'm not saying just like the the speaking in tongues kind of thing or anything like that, but he said that young men and women would prophesy, which is a word that is thrown around a lot, but really we can use it simply for encouragement. And I think having that heart where the students, the people under 18, especially who are Christians, our job is to encourage those around us, whether they be older or younger or around the same age, where that is what we need to build upon is we need to be speaking the word of God and the word of life into other people.
0: Your focus is on at this event is right to gather a bunch of students together and to sort of, I guess, um, live that out. Yeah. Be an example of that as young people Mm -hmm. and then inspire and encourage them to be an example of that. I liked how you use the word we get to. Mm -hmm. Like it it wasn't like, and now we have to, we're empowered by the spirit. So we have to, you said we get to. And Jenny, you looked pretty proud over there. Like you got a big smile on your face and there is a connection to you, Jenny Thompson. Um, Jenny Thompson is our Cup of Cold Water Ministries Next Generation Director. And so Jenny, can you kind of tell me like how this is all connected?
2: Well, my job here at Cup of Cold Water is helping to prepare the next generation of ministry leaders that God brings our way. We get to have Bible studies together and great discussions. And you have to keep in mind, we have forty six missionaries on the field right now, and what a great resource that is for our students. Um the next generation leaders get to choose, what role we play in the community, the events that we do, how we do them. So there's a lot of learning for them. There's also volunteer opportunities with the next generation where maybe you're not called to ministry or missions, but you want to help out. So um, there's opportunities for that as well. Right now, I think our main goal is to bridge the gap between the right now and the what's next for these students. Sometimes that gap Kind of consume students, and so if we can fill that in and we can actually grow during that time, um, that's going to be a big help for them. So the what if event that Peyton's doing on Monday is like the perfect example of what next gen is about. It's Jesus focused and student led. So that is such a great place to be, honestly, for Peyton and for the next gen uh, leaders. He's bringing students together through missions, prayer, and worship, and I'm so excited for Monday night. He's been really working hard on this. It's been great to be able to help him.
0: How many students do you have in the NextGen program?
2: <laughs> right now, we've accepted seven um, as NextGen leaders, and then we have two that have applied for volunteer status as well. So I guess in total, nine.
0: Just in working with you already, I've noticed your heart. And and sort of the way that you even do ministry at all, it's beautiful. And it's a lot of stop, listen, what's God saying? You know, not necessarily like, what does Jenny want to do or what will look the best? And even this event itself is really hands off for you where you've decided as a leader like nope this is really this is patent thing and this is for the students and it's not necessarily a cup of cold water ministries event it's a student event that we get to promote and we get to be excited about and participate in do you see yourself like in the rest of the program for next generation is that going to be sort of your method is let them hear from god just tell me a little bit about it
2: i think a lot of times students learn the fastest and learn the most when you just ask questions. It's not about me having the answers, it's about me having the questions that lead them to the answers and pointing them to Jesus and just saying, you know, you have to ask him what what he wants done and then okay, how are we going to move forward from that? Um, Even some of the students that have joined Next Generation Leaders, they have the crucial surrender, but they really don't know what God's calling them to do, but they're willing to do whatever that is. So, I mean, I feel like God can do anything with a heart that's surrendered to Him. So that's the main goal, really, is just allowing them to develop that relationship with Christ to where they know what He is asking of them and them having a heart that's willing to do it. Do we have the faith as adults and as the torch carriers right now
0: to say, yeah, God can show up in Peyton and it doesn't have to be the way we do it. It doesn't have to be the way um, the people before us did it. Um, You said a new thing. God's doing a new thing, Peyton. And that gets me excited. And it's also scary because like when you're (laughs) the one holding the torch, you're like, wait, what new thing? Tell me about it. You know, and you don't really even know, do you? For sure. No, no
1: idea.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We're going to wait and find out on Monday night. But Peyton, you're already a next generation student with CCWM. You've been accepted and it's kind of a grueling process. Do you think, what do you think the process is like? I think
1: for anybody who really, really wants to take a next step with the Lord, it can get a little grueling. There's a weird essay question on there that kind of throws (laughs) a couple of us off, but it's, it's a really humbling process in a lot of ways where we get to realize how much we either do know or don't know and we get to go find that out and i believe making that even just as a step as a next gen leader if that is what next gen is going to be about is like having those questions and having those things like that where we're like okay what's next what what are we going to go and do next or what do we have to answer next or what is it the next step in our growth that's really important and i think for anybody who really, really wants it, it's not that grueling at all. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> yeah. So. so, Peyton, what is next? Like, after high school, because this is your senior year, um, so you will be a next-gen student for a very short time. Yeah. And then what? Like, what is God calling to you after this?
1: Right now, my life after high school is similar to a lot of people's where I just really want to, you know, go to college. I have an idea of maybe going to a medical field or something similar to that, but, and my heart is truly to go. I, I am working with a, mit, a missions, well, a ministry sending ministry, ministry, I guess that's one way yeah, of putting it. Yeah. That's good. Ministry sending ministry. ministry yeah. <laughs> CCWM. Yeah. Where I really want to, I want to go. I. And so that's why I work with Cup of Cold Water in this project is to grow myself to be able to go.
0: Pretty much anything that God says you're kind of open to, including hosting a worship night (laughs) for students only. Because, you know, when when you were telling me about the night, I was like, oh, the 14th, I'm busy that night. And you were like, well, you're kind of not invited, like you're not sixth (laughs) through twelfth grade. (laughs) Well, I'd love to have you here, but yeah. And so this is like, you're really doing this for your peers. Yeah. And when you imagine the night, um, how do you imagine it to go? I'm sure you've run it through a few times, right? Oh, yeah.
1: Well, like, yeah. So for me, I wish I ran it through a couple more times is, um, <laughs> I mean, the night's going to start off with a testimony and it's not my own. It's somebody who's walked the walk a little longer than me. Um, and we're doing that because we really want, I would love The idea is that the whole church is there, but it's really focusing in on the the youth of that church, of the church. And that's like big capital C church where it's like the older generation and the younger generation come together and they want God Mm -hmm. together and they want the next thing that God wants. So we're kind of, to steal a word my dad uses a lot, we're facilitating the event where it's like, okay, we're just making it. Basically, quote unquote, easier, even though it doesn't make it any easier for God to do what he wants to do. And while it's kind of a pain sometimes to put these kinds of events together where it does make it easier and it doesn't look easier for us, it sets that tone and we get to just go and we are going to worship him and we're going to let him do what he wants to do. I mean, I obviously have points in the night where I'm thinking, oh, well, we could have somebody speak here and here and here probably. but. I mean, I give full trust to my band and I'm putting that on this podcast so I can send it to them and tell them again, like (laughs) I give you full trust where they can go and they can just lead the night as the spirit leads, because that's all we're there for is God Mm -hmm. and what he wants.
0: So have you had any negative pushback on this?
1: I think there's an interesting word for negative there where it's like, yes, certain ideas have had negative impact, like negative, I've had negative feedback feedback in some instances with this event. And it's mostly just in putting it together. But as far as like people who are actually helping me put it together that are like not super close to it, it's all positive, which is really, really beautiful. And it shows what our hearts truly long for from the
0: beginning. It sounds like you're learning. This is a learning process, which is the whole point of it, that you in ministry, most of us. We're, we actually get the title ministry leader or missionary or pastor or director, and we're thrown out there and we make our mistakes. Then you kind of get to make your mistakes at the way front end with the, mm-hmm. the beautiful covering of like, he's a high school student, give him some grace. So this all reminds me of the verse, um, first Timothy four 12. Don't let anyone look down on you because you're young. Set an example for the believers And when I look at you, Peyton, and our other next-gen students, that's what I see. Like you're setting the example. You're not letting us, you're not letting me be lazy because you look at the kids and you're like, oh goodness, this is what they're doing on their Monday night. I need to get off my couch and turn off Netflix and do something because really that's, that is the goal. That's what first Timothy is talking about is be the example, light the fire. Cause you know, sometimes Jenny, maybe you can agree and, and other listeners out there that are not 17 years old, mm-hmm. we get tired. Our fire starts mm-hmm. to flicker and it starts to go cold. And then we see students like this and it, you feel it burn up again. I mean, I'm all right. I am sitting here right now going, this is going to be really exciting. Um, Peyton, hopefully there are students listening. And what would you say to the student right now that's like on the edge? They're just on the verge of fully committing their whole life to Christ. Like maybe they're already Christian, they go to church, they know all the Bible verses, um, but they're listening to you and going, Maybe I want that, but I'm a little bit afraid of what that will cost me and what that actually means. I just want to give you a couple minutes to speak to that student right now.
1: It's worth it, and I honestly say that as somebody who was able to hear it once and then find it out for myself later. Um, there is so much that just comes with knowing him and going all out for him, and just being like, "Hey, you know what? He might not even call somebody to like a ministry position." But saying, you know what, God, I'm going to obey you today and then my work and I'm praying and praying and praying that I'm going to obey you the next day as well. And if that's like all you can make, it's beautiful because that's what he wants is hearts that are in obedience to him and just who really, really want to know him. And I think there's never been moments where like I've been in full surrender and obedience to God where I'm like, yeah, that wasn't worth it. Um, it's, Mm -hmm. it's constantly rewarding and sometimes there is some time where it isn't rewarding because there's hurt and there's pain through it. But when we get to go and if, when we get to go die someday and that's jumping, hopefully very far ahead for myself, maybe, (laughs) I don't know, we'll see, um, we get to go stand before him and just be like, oh my gosh, he actually just said, well done, good and faithful servant to me. Or even better, he was like, well done, good and faithful friend, uh-huh. where it's like, he I knew him before I even got to heaven. And I think that's so much my heart where we get to just be before Christ and he's intercessing for us with the father, which is just a fancy word for he's talking to the father about us. And the fact that my name even gets thrown around up there is so humbling and so amazing. And it's so worth it.
0: Speaking of your name getting thrown around, if anyone's <laughs> listening to this right now, would you take some time and pray for Peyton and pray for this event on November 14th? We would really appreciate his name getting thrown around from down here <laughs> up to there a lot. Yeah. That would be really, yes. really great. So um, Jenny, you get to speak to the student who's listening too. What do you want to tell them about how to find out about the next gen Um program.
2: Um, you can find out information at ccwm.org slash nextgen, or if you have questions about it, you can email me directly at Jenny, J-E-N-N-I-E at ccwm.org.
0: So how can local students living in Illinois, how did they find out where this event is happening and everything about the what-if event, Peyton?
1: So if you want, you can go to ccwm.org slash events slash what if and that's all like one word put all together. Also, you can look around for random posters that might be posted around. I think there's a couple just at local schools and things like that that are getting put up. So,
0: And it's, it's interdenominational. Like you said, the big C church and you're fully expecting people from all over the local churches, students to show up yeah. and um, maybe even people who are questioning like, is there a God, right? Yeah. This would be a great place to find out. Mm-hmm where he is and what he looks like, what his people look like. So that'd be very cool. So I can imagine um, parents of students who they might want to send them to this event, they're asking one big question. Are there going to be any chaperones at this event? How does that look?
1: I've been working with tons of different adults that I know personally from my youth group. And I've just they're all really, really good. They've all walked the walk with the Lord. And they're all really, really kind people who are there for everybody's safety and honestly, spiritual growth as well. They're really dedicated to watching students grow with
0: the Lord. Mm -hmm. I was just looking at you, looking over the list of who's helping you. And Peyton made the comment, I hope we get more students than this, basically. (laughs) We need need to have a lot of people because we have a lot of help, which... Honestly, as an event planner, that's one of the best problems you could ever have. Yeah, so mm-hmm. that's we can reassure parents that there will be adults there as well. Although the adults are kind of told, like, hands off, yeah. we're leading this, we're doing the worship. And the adults are there to just sort of keep an eye on everything in the yeah. background. Am I right about that? Yeah. Okay, Peyton, really random question. Oh, what <laughs> what is your favorite <laughs> worship song? Cause you are a gifted, I feel you are a gifted musician. And I've been a part of listening to you lead worship at different events, and God has just anointed you and gifted you to do it. You have a heart for worship. It's different than a musician. It's a heart for worship, and I see that in you. But what is your favorite worship song right now?
1: At this exact moment, I think my favorite worship song is probably How He Loves, which has been redone by about 10 different bands. Um I actually really enjoy the f- version that Upper Room put out, just like this year. And I think it's really, really beautiful, um, just how it all gets put together. And it's a really simple message that's been around for tens or 12 years, but it's just gotten, it's gotten redone very, very well. And...
0: So in that version, is there a sloppy white kiss or is it heaven? What is it? What do they say in that version? They actually do say sloppy white kiss. That is actually (laughs) a thing. I think it's really funny. Oh, that's great. I was at a Crowder concert last weekend and they played, he sang it, and he didn't put the sloppy white kiss in. I was quite sad about that. (laughs) So this has been a lot of fun. I'm very excited about what's coming up on Monday night. Jenny, do you have anything you want to close with?
2: Come ready to worship.
0: Yeah. about you Peyton any closing words
1: same as uh Jenny I think come ready to worship um and drop your preferences at the door because preferences kill the presence of God and it's just we're all here and we're all and I'm telling that to my band and all my people that are there that we are going to see a new thing here that is what I'm believing praying for and I think we just cannot put ourselves where God needs to be And I think that's going to be how this event is going to turn out. It's going to be beautiful.
0: All right. You heard that. Leave your preferences at the door and show up. Um, If you're local, show up. If you're not local, pray for Peyton and for the band and for the night. Thank you so much for being here, you guys. We are so thankful for our listeners. Those of you who are invested in missions and missionaries Really, it takes the sender and it takes the goer. We are a team together and we're all doing this for the kingdom of God. See you next time.